Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jay. Ken Barkley, and you. All right, we'll get to all our bets for tonight coming up later in the hour. Ken Barkley is going to talk about John Calipari and the Ken. See what I did there? The Ken, the Kentucky Wildcats. Uh, Jake the Snake Hassan, a little bit on Major League Baseball, but I want to carry over the NFL conversation from the end of hour number three here. What was your interpretation, Ken, of Peter King's in his like farewell column this morning? Basically, like, and he really couched it, which is totally fine. It's early in the process. And the way I'll paraphrase what he wrote, um, I don't know what's going to happen. Also, I think the Bears are are going to uh, are going to trade the number one overall pick, which would mean that they were going to Justin Fields would be their quarterback next year. Um, Drew Dinsick was basically like, well, you know, I think the Bears are probably floating that out there because they want to float as many things out there as possible. I tend to agree with him. Did you have a different interpretation of that? Did you find that noteworthy or interesting? I uh, I saw. That gets shared a lot this morning. Excuse me. So I uh, I I messaged a couple people, just like well, you know, if I wanted to message, like, I talked to a few people about like Joe Missoula, coach of the year. I keep trying to run this by a lot of people to just be like get some critical feedback. Sometimes I run stuff by people and they all say you're dumb, and that's like a, a pretty good pretty good test. Like if if smart people in you in unison say that you're stupid, then. Uh, then you probably at least have to consider they, that they might be right. And so while I was asking them about other things, I like threw this one in there. Just like, what do you think of this? Like draft markets are going to open. One person wrote back and shared that, I guess, at several points during the process earlier this season, like months ago, Peter King also like gave this same theory and he would have had like no information almost at that point, like, you know, like right at the end of the season and then like right after the Super Bowl. So I guess like there's a pattern, like this isn't a new report, I guess would be the way to put it. He just, I probably said it maybe more plainly, I guess would be the right way to put it or, or closer to the draft at least. And it was his farewell column too, um, which is crazy. Cause like when I was in high school, I used to read Monday morning quarterback. Um, 
So I, I, I kind of interpret like the, what I got back from somebody was like, well, he's kind of been saying this for a while. So it doesn't seem like it's driven by like a source right now that says something's going to happen unless it's the same information all along. And he's just been reporting it. I guess that's possible, too. That's I just would throw that in there, too. Like there's a pattern here where I don't know if this is like a new like he just got told something. I don't think that's what this is. Maybe it's information. Maybe it's not. But I, somebody shared that with me. I thought I'd share that as well. I think that is interesting. So probably what he what he knows is that probably like Ryan Poles, the Bears GM, probably really also like worth noting. Like Poles didn't draft Fields, right? I don't know. Like the, the whole thing is just also worth noting. They suck. I, right. I just yeah. Okay. Let, let's even. Okay, this is where it gets a little. This is more like sports radio than sports betting because like no, our, okay. my opinion on what they should do doesn't matter really. Um, it, even if Fields were good, it makes. No sense to keep him. He's is this year four for Fields or now or year three? It's year no, four, four, right? Yeah. So you're you're gonna have Justin Fields on year four, and you either got to pay him, pick up his option, or like you reset the rookie clock. You've got a billion dollars in cap space and a billion picks coming up here, and you draft a, a new quarterback who might be better than the With guy you got Williams. right now. Not it just makes, a new quarterback. I'll, I'll I'll tell you what, like it would make absolutely like they can do it. It can make no sense, and they can do it. And like maybe Fields wins a Super Bowl. I don't think it'll happen. It makes no sense, no financial sense, the dollars and cents. It doesn't make for the Bears to keep Justin Fields, but they have to make this pick. I guess they don't have to. Whatever. It'd be, I think it'd be crazy if they didn't. I don't know. I um I'm not like smart enough to kind of run or know enough to run analysis like this. What's better? Like rookie quarterback and the and the war chest that they have, or trade down twice and just get like a billion top picks to surround. I don't I don't know what's better. I don't know. Well, it depends better. on how they grade out. Like so, in that idea, would they pick? They wouldn't. They wouldn't. They'd keep Fields and they wouldn't take a quarterback. So like, what's worth more? The 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 salary has to be worth more. Look at the history of the league with how often deep playoff runs and Super Bowl participants come from elite quarterbacks on the rookie scale. Like, look at how often that happens. Like, all the time. It's all of them, basically, except the Mahomes wins now that he got paid. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, it's, you know, like the Josh Brady. Allen years, like the early ones. Burrow went to the Super Bowl. Hertz went to the Super Bowl. Like, it, Brock Purdy went to the Super Bowl, but that's kind of different because he makes, like, minimum wage. Like, it's just, it's it's just like that. This is so many guys. Like, it's such a thing, and it's this isn't. Like, I think everybody knows this. I guess that's the idea, right? That's what you're saying. Everybody knows this. Of course, of course you would do that. Like, their chances of winning improve by having a rookie. There's like, no. And I, I think Fields is interesting, just like, depending on where he goes next, what what happens. Like, I, you know, I like, I bought some Steelers. I'm kind of, like, I'm hoping for, like, there's, there's a situation where I'm hoping for Justin Fields, just because there's like a 5% chance he could be, you know, a, 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 all pro level quarterback. Maybe it's less than 5%, but there is some percent chance. There's some percent because it's still early in his career and he's only played at one place and the place was a dumpster. So like I, you know, there's, there's some chance that could happen, but yeah, to your point, like just the history of the league, like you get a quarterback, he's awesome. The ticking clock while you can add and add and add and add and add, and then you have to pay people and then it falls apart. You do the whole thing all over again. They, they didn't even get anything on this arc. Go back, go reset the arc. Of course, reset the arc. So, Here's a betting question now for you, like a okay. concrete betting question, because there are sports books right now, like offshore sports books right. that have some markets open. Like who will the first overall pick be? Caleb Williams is a gigantic favorite. I guess BetMGM right. has this market open because Mike has it pulled onto the screen. It's a great yeah, job by minus BetMGM. Yeah, 1,200. Yeah, huge favorite. Um, there are 
like second overall and third overall picks market. I don't think BetMGM has those open. If they do, they might do. put them on the screen and I'll, and I'll credit. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, so I guess my Only in certain states. And for, for people that don't know, you can't drafts, uh, awards, collegiate sports. I guess the draft is kind of like collegiate sport because it's college players going pro. Just for people that just may not know this, like, and this is, this is not just like MGM or it's not just one sports book or another, like certain states, you can't bet these markets. So you might think they're not open. Like Nick lives in New York. I live in Connecticut. These two states are pretty restrictive with what they offer. They don't offer you the full menu and it's not even their fault. It's like legislation, I think, or whatever. Like, I, I think they're not allowed to honestly. Um, and so you might go to the, be like, I can't find these or they must not be open yet. Or like, what are they talking about? Just like it, it can be a really, just wanted to say that. Cause like, sometimes I forget that, like people are at all levels of betting that listen to our show. Like not everybody's like the super plugged in pro better or whatever that knows everything. Like it's, it can be kind of weird. Be like, why can't, why can't I find these? <laughs> like there, are they not open? Like what is going on? Like I can't, and then you're going to like curse the, you know, the bet MGM app or whatever that you can't find and be like, it's not their fault. Like there's, you know, it's a state by state thing. So to your point, like I think sec first, second and third, I think are open basically everywhere is the sense that I got. And then apparently some other ones kind of open in a couple places, but I have like, I like sent a note to somebody. I haven't gotten them back yet. Very interesting. And look like in New York, I can't bet on awards, which means I have a friend in Connecticut yeah. that gets texted all the time. And it's not Ken, but like, but Ken does live <laughs> yeah, in Connecticut. Like Connecticut? Uh, yeah. um, so here's my question, my betting question. You better, you better hear with okay. Nick and Ken power hour on a Monday. So a couple years ago in the NBA draft, this is the year Paolo yeah. Bancaro went first to Orlando. What a year that was. I remember, I remember the analysis, Ken, that you had at the start of the process was, okay, uh, I believe at the time Jabari Smith was favored Definitely. to go number one overall. Chet Holmgren was the favorite to go second or had the second odds to go number one and was the favorite to go number two. And Paolo Bancaro, I believe, was like plus 900, like nine to one to be the first overall pick in the draft. And there were a lot of mock drafts at that point. And we were like later in the process, I think, with the NBA. And it seemed like there was not a consensus that Jabari Smith or Holmgren or Bancaro would be the first overall pick. So if that's the case, then why not take a shot at the guy with the longest odds? And in that case, it was it was Paolo Bancaro. Um, and look, it does just because that happened like that does not mean that this has to end up like this. But, you know, I don't know if we did this on the air with the guest or it may have been off air. But, you know, there are some people that think Drake May is the best quarterback prospect in the draft and should be the first overall pick. There are other people right now, again, very early in the process, that believe Drake May is QB4. That McCarthy, Daniels, and Caleb Williams will all go ahead of Drake May. Mike Brown has put up on the screen right now at BetMGM. Drake May is, is the fa minus 140 to be the second overall pick in the draft. Jaden Daniels is plus 150. If Caleb Williams didn't go first, he's 12 to 1 to go second overall. J.J. McCarthy is 30 to 1 to be 30. the second overall pick. Yeah. So is this like, hey, we we actually have no idea. We, we think we know. We think we know. We feel pretty good that Caleb's going to be the first overall pick, that he's QB1 on most teams' boards. After that, it kind of feels, at this point in time right now, like a big-time roll of the dice. What do you think about betting the long prices on two? Like, like basically challenging this, this order right now that everyone thinks is right. Like, are we sure that this order is right for the second overall pick and then the domino effect from there? It might be right, is, but we're not sure yet, right? What a smart question. That might be one of the best questions you've ever asked on the show. I think, I think you might be right. Um, and, uh, and so I, okay, like, so let's, let's work this, let's work through this. So like, assume Caleb goes one and part of what you're building into that is like, maybe he doesn't go one sometimes, but you can pencil him in one and it's still okay. I would, you compared it to Bancaro, 
which is maybe like a unicorn kind of, I mean, Woj was just legit wrong the day of the drive. Does that happen? Like it just, it's like maybe a unicorn betting event. Well, it's more just, just like, it's, it's like, forget about draft well, how about just last It's more just like year, at the beginning of the process, right? Well, I was going to say, how about last year's NFL draft? Four quarterbacks. Okay. We feel pretty good. Bryce Young is going to go number one. What happens after that? And the answer was that like, nobody had it right. Nobody had it right. Nobody, well, Levis won in the second remember, round. I remember, right, like Stroud, Richardson, Levis, and it was like, who's, and I say it, I shouldn't have even, I shouldn't even say it in that order, because the day of the draft, we were like, I don't know, Levis, Stroud, Richardson, Levis, Richardson, Stroud, like you could say them in any order, and it would have made sense to people, and the markets reflected that. I remember like having like the bookmaker markets for two, three, and four up, and the whole day, it's like, I don't know if anybody knows anything yet. And we're like two hours from the start of the draft and nobody, there's a similar situation. Number one pick you feel pretty confident about. There are four quarterbacks that can go in the top eight. We thought they might go one, two, three, four in that draft. Levis was supposed to go four and he didn't go in the first round. So like, to your point, the idea that like, well, we know like it's probably this, probably nothing, probably nothing right now. So, all right. If you even want to put Caleb one, which again, the thing you'll feel the most confident about is who the first pick will be. That's always the way this stuff works. We were not as confident about Bryce Young last year until later, but like that ended up being like pretty much a sure thing with like a week to go. Okay, let's do that with Caleb. So I guess my question would just be, this is where I need your help because like I just don't know enough about the teams and like how they feel. Washington's was like, your, like your point is Washington really wants Caleb Williams. In this exercise, they will not get him. How open do you think they are to either taking someone that's not Drake May or trading down and taking someone else that's also a quarterback? Like maybe somebody else wants Drake May too, or somebody else wants J.J. McCarthy too, or something like that, and they want to trade up. Like what is your – and you can just say, I don't know. That's okay. Like what's your sense of how likely all of those things are? So it's a complicated answer. We have sure. incomplete information right now. So let, let's just start with, like, the schemes that the teams run and, like, what we know about that. It would seem, I am not suggesting that J.J. McCarthy can't run a Cliff Kingsbury offense, just that he doesn't seem to be, like, the ideal quarterback. It seems funny, like, like, to run, like, to run like the I'm, air. Like, I'm laughing. Right. Yes, yes, like, yes, and, yes. and I'm not, and look, like, like no NFL teams right. run, like, a full air raid offense, but, like, Kingsbury's iteration of it that they ran in Arizona with the Cardinals. It would seem that that's more like Drake May, like, that's more Jaden Daniels than J.J. McCarthy. But is, is it possible, and I think you kind of alluded to this, right? And I don't know the answer yet. Is it Washington is Caleb Williams or bust? Like Caleb Williams is their guy, and then like we're kind of ambivalent after that. If Caleb's off the board, maybe they'll look to trade down from there. Um, let's talk about Atlanta for a second. The Falcons have the eighth overall pick in the draft. There's buzz that Atlanta wants to trade up. So Atlanta is going to run, basically I want people to think about Atlanta now, Atlanta's offense, because Raheem Morris is his defensive head coach. They are running like the Shanahan-McVay offense. They hired Zach Robinson from the Rams. They hired a bunch of Rams, like, staffers. This is like Shanahan-McVay offense that the Falcons will be running. Who's got a great theoretical fit for that offense? J.J. McCarthy. So is it possible that Washington, like Kayla Williams, goes first, and Washington says, you know what? We're good. We'll, tr we'll trade down and we'll take our chances from here now. And we'll maybe we'll right. kick the can down the road on quarterback for a year. And we'll like look to restock the cupboard. Remember, they traded a bunch of guys at the deadline here. Like They're, they're not ready to contend. Oh, maybe they kick the can down the road. Oh, they're way far away. Yeah. Way they're far way, away, right? far away. Yeah. So if you're Atlanta, do you go up to get 
is J.J. McCarthy your guy if you don't want to risk it and, and wait? So right. I don't think that McCarthy makes a ton of sense for Washington. I could also be wrong about that. But this is where we're like, the information's incomplete. Where maybe Washington loves Caleb Williams and they're like, we don't care now that he's And gone. that's not the market, too. The market isn't Washington to take J.J. McCarthy. It's who's going to be the second pick. And that's why I think this is interesting. Because I, like the I idea feel... is like, why does Washington have to pick there? Why do they have to do that? I'd feel better if it was a team other than Washington sure. picking seconds. Like if it were New England. 50? 30. 30. To go number two? What is he to go three? Let's look this up during the break. Yeah, you know what we'll do? We'll talk about it. Coming up next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.